Good morning. You're listening to FloorDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Heidi Cronin, the president of the Cronin Company, a distributor based in Portland, Oregon. Heidi, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. We were together at Total Solutions not too long ago, but I missed the NAFCD meeting, and you stepped off. Uh, you were president two years ago and then past president last year, so you've kind of retired from leadership there. I wanted to get your take on the meeting, some of the highlights of the meeting, but before we do that, let's talk first about the Cronin Company. It looks like the company's been around 140 years, started in 1878, but you got into flooring in 1962, 56 years ago. What drove that decision? Well, you know, it started out as a saddle and harness company and made high back saddles for the Spanish-American War, then into automobile parts. Somewhere along the way, my uncles and grandfather had branched off and kind of started an electrical distributing, but my uncle still kept the Cronin Company, and he took on, I believe it was Kental Mm -hmm. years ago. And when my dad got out of college, and they were kind of selling it out of the basement of um, electrical distributing, dad took it over and bought out all his brothers and sisters and built it up. So it started with Kental GAF, and then got into Wilsonart Laminate, and he's built it up to what it is today. And once I got out of college, he got me into the business, and I kind of fell in love with it. So I've been in it about 26 years now. Now, wait a minute. This is an abridged version because I've read an article on you, and you studied criminology. I did. <laughs> <laughs> in order to get into law enforcement, you got to be able to pass these tests. I wasn't doing very well, and I went to school in Ashland, Oregon, and Dad wanted to open a branch down there, so I took it. My training was two months on our order desk up in Portland, and then I was thrown to the wolves. So you're fifth generation, and you're president now, So, and, and I know the company's been doing well, so I guess you stepped into what you should be doing, right? Yeah. It, it's been an interesting transition. I never asked for it. Yeah. It just kind of has happened. It wasn't really the path I was thinking I was going to go. I'm very fascinated with why people do what they do. Mm-hmm. So that's where criminology came into play. But once I got in the flooring industry and started meeting the people, the people were great. I enjoyed working with customers. I enjoyed working with the product. And the more I got involved, the more I started loving it. And you like giving back because, I mean, like we said, we, you've served on the board of the NAFCD, and you're also now in leadership positions in some of these tile organizations. I did jump into getting more involved on the ceramic tile side based on customers kind of urging me to, saying, you guys can do great things. Maybe you should try it. And so I did. And We've hosted CTI certifications. Real quick, back to just a quick overview. You've got eight locations. What is your service area? Our service area is Oregon, Washington, Alaska, Idaho, and Montana. Mm-hmm. We have branches in Oregon, Washington, and Alaska. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're in hardwood, tile, stone, resilient, laminate, and installation products in the floor and gas. And surfacing material like Wilsonert and yeah. quartz. Okay, so... Give us a quick highlights of the meeting. Uh, I know the ITR presentation, that's always very interesting, the Brian Bowie presentation where he pretty accurately predicts what's going to happen in the future. What's, what's the story there? Everybody that I've ever talked to basically states that whole convention is wor- worth the whole price just to go and see the Bowie's talk. Basically the same thing as last year, except it's kind of extended a year. They say, you know, 2019 is going to slow a little, mm-hmm. and then it will probably slow and there'll be a little bit of a downturn in 2020, but, you know, the real recession's not really going to hit until about 2030. Mm-hmm. Same basic information as the year prior. Right. I remember last year it said we were going to have the roaring 20s, 
and then there's going to be a huge crash in 30. So that's yeah, great. <laughs> you and I will hopefully be retired by then, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so what are some of the challenges that distributors are facing now? There's one that I don't think... Everybody's been concentrating a lot on working with millennials and, and doing all that. But I think one of the difficult things in distribution and in flooring right now is the transition of the baby boomers going out. Some have a difficult time letting go. Some don't. You know, some do it smoothly. Some don't. I mean, inevitably, people don't like change. And when change is occurring, which is happening in this industry at a lightning speed, it, it becomes a face of adversity for distributors. I mean, it, it's become difficult to navigate the waters as you go through, mm-hmm. trying to keep up, trying to compete, trying to think outside the box of how things are going in companies that have big gaps in the generation that have different lines of thinking. So are you talking about internally within your own organization or the customer base? I would say both. As I've been transitioning in, I've I've been looking at my customer base and noticing that they are too. And, you know, people are saying, oh, you need to go meet this person. And I was like, well, who's the next person coming up? Because I think that's who I need to make the relationship with. And you kind of got to train and primp the younger generation below you and, and look for your talent and pay attention to people's potential and, and really embrace, even when you're hiring for the lowest positions in your company, of what are these people's potential? You know, how can they influence throughout the company and sh- shine? And how can you make it? But it's it's such a fast-moving pace with how people come in now in the job market and low unemployment. It's, it's, it's a challenge. It's a huge challenge for distribution right now just to get people. All right. So the likes and tastes and motivations of different age groups is a factor. What are some other factors? Well, of course, you've got the tariffs, of course, that everybody's concerned about. Which it isn't necessarily a negative per se. I mean, it is what it is. It may even out some of the price gaps between products. Now consumers will see hardwood and ceramic tile is viable versus LVT now because the price point's going to get closer. Because much more LVT is sourced out of China than ceramic tile and hardwood. So Especially the subcategory, the rigid LVT, it almost all comes out of China. Yeah, yeah. That that plays a role. And it's obvious, I mean a lot of, there's a lot of consolidation within distribution and a lot of private equities buying up distribution and it's a changing world, so you gotta kinda be on top of it and pay attention. Well we've seen that P E money come in before. It is interesting to watch. Usually the People like you, the companies that keep family members in, do better in the end when you have somebody that is passionate about it. Yeah, and and that's what drives me is is the passion, and, and that's why the NAFCD board has been so successful is we have such an amazing board right now. It's a diverse group. It includes large distributors, medium distributors, and small distributors. It includes vendor partners, manufacturers from all categories, whether it be installation supplies, whether it be wood, whether it be resilient. Let me ask you about the long-term outlook for distribution. Do you consider that the big companies that can distribute their products directly to market, do you consider them to be partners or competition? It's kind of both. You kind of watch it. I pretty much pay attention to my business and my customer base and how I do it. I don't concentrate much on how competition is doing it. Yeah. I'm an 
advocate for if you see me at any function or any trade show, you're going to find me talking to other distributors. And you're going to be sitting there seeing me asking them questions because I'm the queen of best practices and trying to understand how other people do things. But it's not necessarily that I'm concentrating trying to get ideas and how to compete against people. It's just what can I do to make my business better and everybody has ideas. And that's what makes NAFCD so valuable too is the networking and if you're a retailer, who's your you know, retailers are, are your customers. If you're a retailer, mm-hmm. I guess you can be served by both, right? I guess the, mm-hmm. you, you you know you have to buy a little bit from the big guys, and you ha- and then distribution yeah. kind of fills in the rest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so you feel like you feel good about the future. I do. I mean, it's going to be tough, and you're going to have to navigate it. Is it going to be viable for years to come? Who knows? You look at my company; it evolved from saddles to cars to flooring for crying out loud who's to say it's not going to go into something else in the next few years you got to be viable if you want to keep a company going you may have to change and turn all right Heidi well thanks for spending time with my listeners and telling us a little bit about the NAFCD meeting that took place a couple weeks ago again been talking to Heidi Cronin the president of the Cronin company and you've been listening to Kemp R and floridaily.net